Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, Chi-Town, man, to another edition of All Ball Chicago. I'm your co-host, Robert Bobby Reed, and of course, I got the legend on the line, Marcus Liberty, the host. What's up, Marcus? What's going on, my people? What's going on, my man? You know all good over here, man, and, but uh, relaxing, chilling, and excited about, you know, what's to come, man, and gonna drop this All Ball Chicago Thursday, get it out, get the people what they want, listen to it. Enjoy it, share it, understand it. And if you don't understand it, we're going to break it down so you can understand it. Yeah, so we're going to talk about understand it, then we're going to ring it in your neck. No, just kidding. <laughs> 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 but so, man, let's, let's get into the skinny, man. We, yeah, okay, so the uh, last show, as a recap, we were talking about the state of uh, DePaul basketball, and we came up with a, with a solution. Fire the coach. Okay, so now nah, just kidding. So, <laughs> but so this this edition right here is about Chicago State. What needs to be done with our beloved Chicago State over there on 95th and King Drive? And the doctor, Marcus Liberty, is gonna break this down. Give it to us, big guy. Man, you know, I I, I just want to talk about Chicago State because that is the city school. Uh, city uh, of Chicago. It's called Chicago State, of course, everybody knows. Um, and it was some great basketball players that came through there. But the present, it seems like they can't get the right people. And I'm talking about not the head coaches, I'm talking about, you know, the athletic director, the school president, they keep changing. It seems like every two or three years they get someone new or someone leaves and get something better. Um, and I think it starts there. And if you can get the right person that wants to be there and build the program because the coaches, they don't have the resources, man. They don't have the backing of the school, so to speak. It's almost like they got to go out and they pretty much do have to go out and raise their own money. They got to. That's why you see Chicago State playing so many uh, top D1 schools, everybody thinking that, oh, man, I want to go there because they playing those, you know, top D1 schools, your Michigan States and uh, your Minnesotas and your um, Illinois and what, whatever, whatever, whatever other school it may be. It's because they need money, you know. So those schools pay you to come play, just to basically pay you to come get your butt whooped, <laughs> right. you know. So, right. So, um and if you can sneak a, a victory in there, um, that would be great because they did get a, a, a nice win this year at uh, SIU Edwardsville. They beat them at their place. Chicago State beat them at their place. So they did get one you know, victory out of that. But I think it all starts at the, at the top. And if you don't have good organized or an organization up top, it's hard to be organized down below with your coaching staff. So. Lance Irvin is my guy, you know, so Lance Irvin is a Chicago native, uh, him and Rodell Davis is assistant coach. And they, they winging it, man. You, you know, they winging it because this is what they really want to do. And I just think that it's hard. It's hard for them to build 
build a program, man, if you don't have that full backing. But those guys are good coaches, man. And I know Lance, you know, he took the job because he was coaching at uh, Morgan Park with his brother, Nick Urban at Morgan Park. And I think the situation presented itself. And before he even, you know, got his first coaching debut, the athletic director was fired. Right. You know, so it's hard to get momentum going when you can't get situated with your university. I mean, well, so you know, it's hard. I want to add to that, man. He gave my son an opportunity uh, to play for him for half a season, so I appreciate that. You know, and, so, uh, so, I, so, and I know what he was doing. I know he was trying to do the best he can for that program, and it was a lot of excitement when he came over there. I mean, it was bananas. My son was then, like, Dad, everybody up here at the school, Jabari Parker, Everybody was coming through there, man. That was just a hot year last year when he yeah, came. Yeah, but you know, but you know, and, and also, Bob, it's you built that arena, and I'm just gonna—I'm gonna say—I think they built it a little too big. Um, I don't know what the seats. I, I'm I think I'm assuming 9,500 maybe the seats. Mm -hmm. I think if they would have narrowed it down to you know maybe 4,500 uh, to 5,000 the max or whatever. I think you could probably, you know, get away with that. And they build it, and, and they're, not, not, they're not getting the fans in either, man, because the fans want to see the product. The product, if the product's not good, of course, nobody's going to come and support. And I, don't, I you know. think Chicago State, I don't even think they got 3,000 students enrolled in the whole school. Wow. Wow. So, so uh, but on the basketball note, uh, we, were, we were more – so long looking at the fact that are they going to be able to continue to compete in that WAC conference and not being able to get the talent that they need to be successful? Because we know the coaches are doing the best they can to go out and recruit without a budget. But why won't Chicago kids go there and play? Why not? Why do, why do Chicago kids leave Chicago and, and go play other places, man, and then get lost in the shuffle where they can actually well, come in and build something special? Well, it's going to have to be that elite it's going to have to be that one player that's from Chicago to say, you know what, I'm going to be the difference maker. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to play for Chicago State, and I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to put the Chicago State – I'm going to put Chicago State on the map. If you can get that one person and then everybody else, it will snowball. Like, I remember, I think Kizo Brown had signed. He had committed to Chicago State, and I think he would have been the one – that would have changed everything, but we know <clears throat> what happened with him as far as uh, some things, but we, we're not here to talk about him. But I think he was the first one that was going to try to change that that culture. And and we know what kind of ball player he was. He was spectacular on the court, man. So if he had got that opportunity to play that, I think everything would have snowballed because everybody, especially his peers, they really liked Kizo and they, they probably would have followed him there. So I think he could have been a difference maker, but we need one player, I think an elite type player from Chicago to say, you know what, I'm going to stay home. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to stay home. My mom gets a chance to see me. And then you start building momentum. If you don't get a good player from Chicago, people are not going to support you. I'm looking at their roster right now. Yeah, and it's, got, still, it's only 2,900. 2,964 students total in the school. And you say the facility, they're in a hole. How many? Um, <laughs> I'm assuming. I don't, don't quote me on wow. it. I, I didn't look it up. But 
that's a pretty big size arena to me. I think it. I would. I would assume it's it. It, it seats at least seventy five hundred. I would. I would assume. I mean, we can look it up and see right quick, but I'm assuming that's what that uh, Chicago State Arena holds. So, um, but back to what I was saying, I think they only have uh, three guys on there from Chicago, and the rest of the guys are from other states. Um, I see Michael Johnson. He's from Chicago. He's a junior. Uh, they got Leandre Townsend from Chicago, and they have U Eugene uh, Weatherspoon. He's from Chicago. He's a senior. So I I personally don't know if Chicago kids really want to go there, man. And I, it could be because of the violence too, Bob. Bob but this, but Bob. that's hey, look if you if you if you look it up, Chicago State campus is more safer than Loyola University of Illinois. All of those campuses because they got state police. You know right. that? Because when I sent my son there, that was one of the things me and my wife concerned with. Chicago State don't have that open campus where you could just ride up there, you know, and just uh, just do what you want to do because they it's served by the state police. You know, the state police got the option to shoot first and ask questions later. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, you know, I'm just wow. saying, man, um, if you look at it, even uh, University of Illinois, uh, Fighting Line, where you went, that campus is not as safe as Chicago State. Loyola, uh, I know Chicago State is the top 20 safest campus in the state of Illinois, man. It's crazy. I look okay. it up. All right. So that, that arena seats uh, 7,000. Wow. It seats 7,000, man. So, and have you ever seen it packed besides a high school game, you know, there? I'm talking about a college game. Have you seen a college game at Chicago State that had it packed? No. Nah. All right. So now think about this. When you go play, and I'm just going to throw out a name that's in their conference, Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon probably seats a little bit less than It'd Chicago State. It'd be packed State. in there, man. Packed. My son they traveled with the, them half season last they, year. They call, like, it the camp. Ooh, they call it the camp. They call it the Cameron Indoor on the West Coast. Right. Ooh. And they be in there. They be in there. In there, So, man. So Dan Marley... Dan Marley had the backing, though. See, that's what that's what I'm keep telling you. When you got the backing, you had a, a Jerry Colangelo to consult in, consult with you on how to maneuver and how to make good things done. You got somebody that, that powerful behind you. You you gonna get that support. So he helped them build that that brand. And now look at it. Grand Canyon is you know pretty good as far as getting the right kids in there too to compete. But right now they're not playing as good. They're not playing as good. They're not playing as, they're not even that, that much better than Chicago State as far as records go. Of course, we know Chicago State only won four games, but they won 12. And but, okay, New so Mexico we, State. I'm sorry, go ahead. I said New Mexico State is pretty much running away with it, 22 and, they 22 and six. Okay, so Lance Urban, he and hired a lemon. I inherited a, a lemon. And, and 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 break that down to people that don't understand what's the limit. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> no matter you know how well you paint paint the car, it can look pretty. The motor ain't right. Pretty. <laughs> <laughs> the motor ain't right. They'll stop. <laughs> you know, Lance. Hey man, decorated guy, great uh, guy. 
You know, his family's strong out here in basketball. You know, I know a lot of people in Chicago, they be trying to talk bad about the Irvins, man. But I'm going to tell you, man, I speak the highest of those guys, man, because to take and spearhead the, the, the legacy that his dad did, uh, the godfather of basketball, you got to applaud that. Chicago, stop hating. Stop all this damn hating. Okay, and, now and, let and me get Bob, back to this. Okay, go ahead, bro. And Bob, man, the Irvins are great people, man. I've been, I've been to their house, man. I went to their house. My guy, Elvin Daniels, took me over there, met their dad. Cause, but I had a logo called League Dude. It was a logo of me. You know how you walk in the gym and you see a dude hooping? You be like, man, dude should be in the league. League right. Dude, right? right? So he took me over there. I met their pops because he was trying to get him to endorse it. I, you know, that's a story I don't even tell nobody. But, yeah, man. Great, man, great family. Been... And they from the Hunters. I'm from the Hunters. It's all love. Yeah, Parnell, man. I know what they – I used to go over there all the time, man, when I was a shorty, man. And Pops used to always take care of me on the shoes, man. So I got nothing but love and respect for them, man. But but back to what we was talking about, like, you're going to have – you're going to always have somebody hating, man. And, it, and that's just the world we live in, man. And it's crazy that people, especially black – we always, you know, bringing or take take try to take somebody else down instead of uplifting them, man. So, no up respect, no none but respect for the Urbans, man, what they're doing and what they're trying to do here's, uh, here's the, here's in the Chicago. Crazy part about it. The other sports program in Chicago get all type of, you know, they take care of them doggone teams, man. Some baseball team and all of them. Uh, you don't hear nothing about them having no hard time getting nothing done. You know, so we got to make sure we put our money, man, into everybody, giving everybody opportunity. And I ain't yeah. saying people at Chicago stay stealing, but I'm saying Chicago State people up there be stealing. That's why they fired dude, the AD, because he came in there stealing. But I don't want to get that out there, but it's the truth. But no, you got to talk about that, man. If you talk about somebody stealing and you know they some said, details, man, you got to spill it now, man. You said, can't be just talking about said, it. They said the AD... Who, uh, who is they? What's his name? Chris Zurich that was up there? But who is they? The undertones are the real people. The, I mean, oh. it, was, it was public information, though. They said he came wow. out here tampered with some funds. Wow. So uh, he was only there for a year. Uh, I, mean, I think that was – I think it was something else, but I think it was because of what he did in his past, man, with the non-for-profit he had. Did you think that's what the case was? Uh, you know what? I'm just saying what they said, man. Uh, oh, okay. Because uh, you know, I know I know he got in some trouble with his non-for-profit. Some money came up missing on the non-for-profit. And maybe they did some, some more homework on that and found out maybe he's not the right person. But I don't want to speculate on, on why they fired the guy. Yeah, me like neither. Because I don't know him either, man. I, so I ain't going to put that out there, man. Okay. You know, but I All will right, say that inheriting the limit means, you know, you're getting over there and it's sad. You know, it's sad because the people at Chicago State's a lot of great people there. But for all the good people there, there's a lot of people that's just riding those checks out, bro. But that's another conversation for another opportunity. So, but yeah. Lance, keep your head up. You know, y'all keep your head up over there. Y'all boys keep trying to fight through. Uh, it's wrong what we built in a day. It's hard, though, man, Bob, when you don't have that support, man. And that's why I keep going back to Lance is my guy. I talked to him a couple of times about that, man. Like he, 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 he wants to, he wants to win, man. And he wants to have the, uh, the resources, man. Again, you got kids over there, man, that's not going to class. Then they end up not, you know, being eligible to play. So he's not, you know, he doesn't have a full, a full, you know, roster either, man, that, 
keep kids eligible. I mean, he can't even hire tutors and, and people, you know, to help these kids because of the budget that they have, man. So it's a lot, I think, they're dealing with over there. And as a head coach, man, he, he's got the hat of a, the head coach. He's got the hat of, a, you know, a mentor. He got the hat of, I got to be the tutor for these kids, too. He's doing it, man. I mean, he's doing all this trying to help these kids, man. So, yeah, big, that's, big that's the stuff that people don't see. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, big, big shout out to Lance Irving, man. And I wish him nothing but the best because that's my guy, man. 100. We, we go. And Lance, way back, you know, man. you know, you know me, man. Um, I know I probably <laughs> was a uh, basketball dad a little more with my son, Jay Reed, but you know it's all love, man. I love yeah, y'all out there, so, bro. Keep so we pushing, about, man. That's why we call the show All Ball Chicago, man. We trying to promote and trying to help, you know, you know, situations that may not be the right. And some people might not like what we say, but it is what it is, you know. But this time we, we, we really support uh, Lance Irving over at uh, Chicago State, man. Man, I, I got wish. my college degree from there. I used to walk from 102nd and LaSalle to school there every day. Wait, 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 wait. You got your college degree from Chicago State and you don't even go to the game? Man, see, that's what I'm talking about. You, you guys don't support, man. You guys... There's a lot of people that came every, from I Chicago. I went to every game last year when my son Last was year. Because, but you know, I because, travel a lot. I got boys that hoop. I don't have time. All right. But I, that's what I'm saying. So you got to think about this, Bob. If somebody can organize, I'm just going to say, you know, alumni that went to Chicago State, organizing a game. Let's pick, pick some games that you want to go to and say, man, let's go and, and kick it, have fun, and support a basketball program. Because there's a lot of people from Chicago, they got their degrees from Chicago State, and they, they don't, don't come do, to the game. Yeah, they don't. And I, and you know what? I told them about that. I actually reached to the administration, excuse me about that, because the guy who was handling the promotion, he had passed away. I don't know if you're familiar with the brother who died that was big time over around the Chicago State. Young black guy, he was over getting people to come into the game. So I inquired about the position. I was like, hey, man, let me come over here and help y'all get this thing juke, and I can get you know, all these little rappers, get them to come up in there, bring the crowd in here, man. You know, make it a venue. Make people want to come there. Hmm. Crickets, bro. Man. Another Crickets. Another. And I was going to do it. I was going to do it. Basically, they just donated. Just tell me what they wanted. I go in there, man, do it for free just to be able to get it juking. You know what I'm saying? That's what it was about for me. Because I, I think, think that, I think like with I, a coach like Lance Irvin, with the reach that they got in Chicago, Lil G Herbo and all them boys, they're coming in and do concerts at them games, man. People come in there, sign autographs. How the Bulls players coming in there when they ain't playing. How them coming, you know, you got to bring the community in. You feel me? And I yep. think what happens is uh, because it's over there in Roseland, people so scared. People so scared of that area. But, man, I lived over there 35 years of my life, man. It's good. You know, people just want to, they go always say, ah, pick and choose. Ah, it's bad over there. It's bad over there. It's bad everywhere you go, man, you know? Man, every, every, everywhere I travel, man, I, I'm looking over my shoulder. It don't matter if it's in Chicago, New York, Florida. I'm always alert to my surroundings. So, man, that's that's. I mean, it's crime everywhere, man. So, head on the swivel, man. Chicago just Chicago just get a, a bad name, but uh, yeah, man. I think if the guys come out and support, you know, the alumni, you know, your, your alumni base come out and support. Uh, Get some get some kids in from Chicago, recruit the city. I mean, which I know they they are, and um, you'll see it. You'll see a change, man. Because the conference to me is winnable for Chicago State if they get the right people as far as the right players in there. 
to compete. He got some guys, man. Like, uh, let me let me check this out. Right? Let me tell you about this. He got two guys that's averaging double figures over there. You know, uh, Xavier. I think his name is Xavier Johnson. He's averaging like 15, close to 16 points, and and Mr. Lewis. He's averaging uh, 12 points a game. So those are like two top scores. So they got some scores in, over there, but. They need they need more man to get to get things going. And I think some of those guys that I mentioned, two of those, I mean both of those guys probably was hurt, you know, sometime and got injured or hey man, they didn't tell play, Lance so. you better come out here and start recruiting out here in Naperville. There's some white hey. boys out here can hoop, and you better believe they got the grades. <laughs> you better believe that. Hey yeah, boy, they so. got hey, they got a white kid man at Nico right now. He's six five. Man, he the leading scorer in the state right now. Man, please. At Nico Valley right now, uh, Lib. I forgot so his name. Led so is he, getting, is he getting recruited? Is he getting recruited by? Man, they brought, that boy got like 15 high major D1 offers, man. Hey, man, the boy said, can flat out shoot it. But you know, you know hey. He going, he's you not going to Chicago State then. But imagine if he did, though. What that'd yeah. do. Yeah, but you know out there from the suburb coming to the city, you know, they already understand, like, the, the crime and all that. So they, they're not going to even deal with it. You but already know. the campus is 100% safe. One of the safest campuses in the state in top 20. Yeah, Bob, Google. I get what you're saying. I it's get when what you leave saying. off the campus, huh? Oh, I get what you're saying. So you, so just imagine, you're saying that kid is out in Equal Valley. Equal Valley, probably, you know, a decent school. Why not go to William Young? Why not go to... uh Simeon, you know. No, no, Nico Valley is a high school. Yeah, I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. So he could – You, I'm, I'm, I'm just giving you a scenario. You're saying go to Chicago State. I said he could go to Whitney Young and those top-notch schools and be playing all throughout the country. Nico Valley High School is not going to play top Nike schools like a Simeon and a, a Whitney right. Young. No. You see what I'm saying? So why would he go from Nico Valley to – Chicago State. Right. I see what you're saying as far as, man, he can be the one that turned him, turned him around, but he's not going to be that one. I'm just telling you that now. Well, yeah, I know. Not if you're saying he got all top top 11 schools. The chance of him doing that is the chance of me getting a mic contract to hoop. Right. I'm <laughs> just saying, like, right? for Chicago kids, parents that want to see their kid play, Chicago State could be the best, a good, a good fit. So now you don't have to do nothing but get on the L train or get in the car or Uber to a game to see your son play. That's all I was saying. But it's it's hard, man. I already know it's hard. It's hard to get players to stay home, man, especially with you you playing in all these top elite EYBLs and, and Under Armors and gauntlet adidas gauntlet tournaments and stuff it's hard for kids to see when they see all these big time coaches why why would i go to chicago state when i'm being recruited by patrick ewing and uh and and, and certain uh calipari and what's the other guy named but, you Mike know, but now though but now with the deregulation of aau and the high school coaches having control you you i'm at riverside brookfield this summer and it's 200 D1 coaches walking around there. Now the AAU coaches looking to talk, looking for a high school job. You feel huh. me? All right. <laughs> so here's what me? we do. Here's what we do. Our next episode, we talk about we talk about that. We talk about how the high school coaches are getting back the control that the AAU had 
and now it's getting back to high school. Right. Okay. We we'll talk about that the next segment because we were talking about Chicago State, and I know me and you, man, we be bouncing all around just like the basketball, man. That's why we're all ball, over. man. All Ain't ball no telling where we might bounce. Shout <laughs> <laughs> out to Believe it, Network, man. man. You know we're going to keep it hot over here. Y'all got the right ones this time. Believe, believe that. <laughs> 100, 100, man, 100. So when you have, you know, guys that have some knowledge, man, on, on basketball and, and really just coming straight from the heart, man, and talking about it because we sincere about what we talk about, man. Because this is our city, man. I love it. We love and, our city. And, and y'all, it's the underbelly of Chicago that me and Marcus Libby speak from. Right. We speak from that core. We from the 80s, man. We used to hoop with, with holes in our shoes. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Straight from the projects, baby. My mama Straight couldn't from. buy a new pair of shoes. We had to cut cardboard out and put them in the shoe, man, sometimes so we can go out there and hoop. Y'all don't even know nothing about that. Nah, oh, man, the low end, baby, the low end. So I want all my low end people, man, make sure you subscribe to it, man, and 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 put us on, man. Like every time we come on, man, make sure you, you know, subscribe to it, download it, so you can listen. Man, we speak. Hey, man, my people in the Wild Hunters, man. Y'all know where we from out there in the Wild Hunters, man. Wow. Y'all tune in, man. And I, I, I mess with the low, low end too. Man, I'm talking about everywhere in Chicago. West side, south side, east side. What do you want? I, I can still hoop, too, so don't make me lace them up. And I got live, too. <laughs> <laughs> I live a post-up. What you want? He want to play God? He magic, man. That's magic. Man, I, I ain't magic no more. I weigh, I weigh 270, man, right now, dude. So I'm a big dude now. So I'm in tragic, that block. Then, huh? Yeah, I'm in that box now, man, that low block. You know, it's but good, man. Well, this was but yeah, we segment, could talk. Brother. I say, Bob, let's talk about that our next act, uh, next segment, and also talk about you know, our, our growing up, our upbringing, man, of, of, of who influenced us to to play this game, and and maybe we can just you know help some young some youngsters out there in Chicago, man, to to mend whatever relationships they had with their parents, man, and and because there's some some people that push their kids away, man, and the kids just don't want to be bothered or be around them anymore, man. We saw that with, you know, it was sad yesterday, man, about Kobe Bryant and his parents, man, so. Yeah, uh, let's close out with that. Let's right, close man, out yeah. with that. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about that real quick and I'll, I'll touch on that just a little bit. Uh, somebody mentioned that to me. You saw it on my social media that um, they didn't like the ceremony because they didn't recognize Kobe Bryant's parents and they felt uh, Vanessa was wrong for not acknowledging them. And to that, you called me and said, you put it in, and you made me see another perspective. And, and go, Liv, tell me what you thought. Well, I mean, it's hard, man. It's, it's hard dealing with something like this, man, when you you have a, uh, a parent or parents losing a child, and then you, know, you hear things of Kobe didn't have a great relationship with his parents ever since he married. Vanessa and and you hear that they wasn't talking for for many many years, you know, and missed out on a lot of you know Kobe's events, you know his ceremonies, his retirement, um, and you just don't you never know because he married into you know Vanessa family and Vanessa married actually into Kobe's family, and you think they would have that relationship, but. You just never know what's going on behind the scenes, man. And so I 
I, me personally, I felt sad because I saw Joe and, and his wife and Kobe's mom in the stands and no one really mentioned them in the ceremony. So it is touching. It is sad that it happened like that, but we all don't know in details what really went on behind closed doors or what was said amongst that, the families, you know? So I say, man, it's very touching. And some people just, you know, we don't really know and understand why this all happened. And I just, man, it felt sad to me because I'm a parent and, and I just wouldn't want my, you know, mom not to know or be part of the ceremony. That's because that was a celebration yesterday, man. So. And, uh, yeah, and, that, and that's one thing that I always notice in death. You're going to always have somebody to find something that's just not going to be right. You yeah. know? So. Yeah. But all say, in all, man, all in all, that was a great uh, celebration. I think they did it. They did it right. But even if they did have problems, Bob, maybe their parents didn't want they, to be acknowledged. Maybe they wanted think, to just take that to the chief. I think. Well, well, maybe they did take the high road and said, you know what, me, Kobe, or them and Kobe had not the best relationships, and they never really had, probably never really had a relationship with Vanessa. Uh, so they probably was like, you know what, we gonna go, but that's our son, and we we know we love our son, regardless of our differences. We still gonna show up, and that's what I, that's what probably happened. And the rest was history, man. It's like I would want personally, I would wanted them to say something about him, like even even one of the speakers, you know, that was up there to acknowledge. We were all talking about. You know, daughter-son relationships. They were talking about daughter-son relationship. I'm going to go back and make sure I build that relationship with my daughter. But let me let me that, take you here. Let me take you here, and I want you to. You, we in the driver's seat, and I'm, I'm just thinking as a parent. Would you want to have gone up there and talk about your kids to all those people having lost a child? I don't think so. Not me. I don't think that I would ever have the strength to be able to go up in front of people and talk about losing my child. I just think putting myself in their shoes like with my sons and my daughters. Like right now, I got six kids. I don't think it's nothing that I will have to be able to say to anybody about them because I don't think that I will have a stomach to be able to stomach the fact that I lost a child. And that's just me, bro. No, I'm not saying that they needed to get up there, but I'm saying they should acknowledge them in the building. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? No one acknowledged them. It's like they were ghosts like they were like invisible you know the cameras kept you know showing them but no one not one speaker not as i, I never heard his parents say one word during his entire career if you showed me his daddy i wouldn't even know what he looked like so nah. eh, it's kind of like eh. he, but, but 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 let's go back i don't even know what his mom looked like let's go back let's go back and talk let's go back and think about this when he first started dating Veronica, what's Veronica? Vanessa. Vanessa. Vanessa, right? When he first started dating Vanessa, when was that his freshman? I mean, his rookie year? Well, what happened was he was he was in the pros. She was still in high school. So right. he, she said she so, met him at 17. She was 17. She was 17. So he couldn't really date her. You know, they went to they went to Disney World together for what I understand, but that was about it. And then once she became 18, that's when they started dating. Okay. And okay. Then, and that was, um, 
You know, but he was a young man. He was fucking, excuse my language. I'm sorry. Excuse me to have bomb. He was 17 too. Think about it. Kobe Bryant had to be like 18, 19 in the pros when he met her, right? He got married quick, didn't he? That's what I was saying. Did he get married? Because I think they said the follow the falling out happened then. So he probably didn't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's something that I don't really know, but it seems to me that they had problems when he married, you know, the girl, uh, Vanessa, when he married her, that they, the parents probably had some kind of disagreement of why you're going to marry, you know, this young and the per person you probably marry. That's what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. And that I mean, man loved his family, man. That's all I remember. I remember after every game, he going out there, picking his daughter up, kissing his wife, kissing his daughters. And man, you can't fake that. Yeah. So man, it's just it's a, that's a, that's real touchy, man. So it's me a slippery slope, but it was a per, it was a beautiful ceremony, and let the pessimism stay where it was at, you know. Yeah, man. I, I say let's leave it leave it at that, man. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, and to all the people who lost loved ones there, man. And that was a great celebration, man, for for seeing Michael Jordan to Shaquille O'Neal to Beyonce to Alicia Keys. I mean, hearing the stories about Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant was a, an intelligent man, man. He was on to some big things. You can tell by listening to the people that was real close to him. He was on his way, man, to some some greatness, some good things off the off the court. And it's just sad that we couldn't see that manifest, man. Let me ask but you this. I think a lot of I think a lot of people gonna, you know, grab it and and and, and try to make it, you know, make his uh his legend legacy, legacy, legacy to a whole new legacy. level. To a whole nother level, man. So, but let me ask you I'm, this: This is the last question before we get up out of here, big dog. I don't want to cut right. you off. You want to finish your thought before I ask you this? No, go ahead. Go ahead. How much money you think was in the room? Because <laughs> <laughs> Jay Z, if well, Beyonce, well, said all that was in you, there, the buses and everybody was in there. Man, you saw the you saw Michael. Michael, a billionaire. I and mean, the, we, we just talk start... about we talk about that's just Michael. What about the buses and all them up in there? Oh man, that's what I'm saying. It was a lot of money up in there, man. That's why <laughs> why you think they closed off the streets? You know, they, they blocked off up, the streets. They could have opened no. up three countries with the money that was. <laughs> yeah, man, they blocked they blocked off they blocked off like uh like the. The, the 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 ambassador of all the other countries was there and, and, and kings and queens was there, man. Why you why wasn't Oprah there? Oprah. Maybe Oprah didn't like Oprah. I mean, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, some everybody didn't like I mean, you, you gotta be real, man. I mean, uh, people man may may not, you know, like him. I didn't know, I don't know, you know, but but no, you know, it's, we ain't gonna speculate too much on that. You right, know, just, right. I was but, just but, give her uh, uh, Oprah a little shout because she been in the news because that what Bernstein deal, man. It's just been crazy, man. It's been crazy. Oh, see, I ain't been following that, man. But but no, but I'm back back on. The, yeah, it was a lot of money there, man, and it's a lot of things that's gonna happen, man. You know, I mean, his his foundation, uh, Mamba and Mama Sita uh, Foundation. And I think they started, they had another, he had another thing about helping the families that, the other family members that lost, you know, loved ones, they're going to help them. Uh, so, I mean, I think his wife is going to carry the torch and she said, we still a team, we got you, you know? So she, she was, I mean, she was strong, man, to get up there and talk about losing her daughter and 
her husband, man. You, you know, that within itself has you have to be real strong to get up there. Just like you said, man, you, you don't know how a parent can do it. Imagine how a wife, you know, right. and a kid. I mean, lost a kid. Yeah, same awesome. thing, man. So, um, I think, man, we should end it on that, man. Rest yes, in sir. peace, Kobe Bryant, the Black Mamba. Great celebration, man, down here for you, man, on this earth that they did last night. I mean, yesterday, man. And uh, I'm gonna have that Mamba mentality too, man. You opened my eyes to some to some things, man. You were real. He was a real intelligent brother, man. So he definitely opened my eyes. But uh, to, to to keep, you know, even if you had some different difficulties with somebody out there, man. Go ahead and mend those, man, and, and get 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 it off your chest. I agree, man. And on that note, thanks to Believe Network for giving us another opportunity to do our show. Yeah, again, we look for sponsors, man. So if you're interested in sponsoring a product on our show, we're open for that, too. Uh, hit up Believe Network and let them know you want to sponsor on All Ball Chicago with your co-host, Robert Bobby Reed, and the host, Marcus Liberty. On that note, Marcus, what you finna do, man? It's time for me to unlace the shoes. We up out of here. Peace. Ahala. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.